There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode of Luke's English Podcast is sponsored by Spoken. They specialize in helping busy people improve their English for professional purposes in a really convenient way. Because with Spoken, you can get tailored and flexible English lessons delivered directly to your phone via messaging services like WhatsApp or WeChat. It's basically like having a business English teacher in your pocket. And the guys at Spoken are offering you two free lessons and then 20% off all of their courses. To check it out and to automatically get that discount, go to getspoken.com slash LEP or click a Spoken logo on my website. Okay, right, so that's Spoken. Uh, And I've just got two short announcements to make before we start this episode properly. The first one is that there is a bit of swearing in this episode. That's it, okay? Just wanted to say that to you, just in case you are sensitive to that kind of thing. But somewhere around 35 minutes into the podcast, you will hear some swearing. So brace yourselves for that, okay? Um, The other thing I wanted to say was, please, please, please vote for Luke's English Podcast in the British Podcast Awards. Um, My podcast has been nominated in the Listener Choice Award. Um, And to vote, just go to britishpodcastawards.com slash vote and search for Luke's English Podcast. Okay, if you vote for me, I will bring balance to the universe. I'll bring peace to the galaxy. Um, and I won't. I promise I won't turn to the dark side like Darth Vader or something. I'm not going to do that. Okay, I will bring balance to the living force and uh, free ice cream for children. Okay, all right, good. Now here's the jingle, and here's the jingle. Go. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on another podcast. Paul's a very funny boy. His laugh I very much enjoy. Amber's got a lovely voice. If I could choose an accent, hers would be my choice. Yeah. Right, welcome back to Luke's English Podcast. Hello! Here's another episode for you to listen to. <laughs> I'm going to go straight into this one with no introduction. Oh! Fucking breaking the boundaries there. I'm breaking the and rules. pushing it forward. I know. Because I thought, I'm just going to... Have you had some negative feedback about your intros? No, certainly not. No, it's just that... Uh, oh, negative feedback? Never. Maybe. Um, yeah. um, no, only from, only from you and yeah. uh, members of my family and my <laughs> friends who are like, your introductions are rather really long, long, aren't they? You do say the same thing about 50 times over. You do repeat yourself rather a lot, so I'm not doing that in this one. Okay. No extra introduction. That's what I'm going to try and do. So anyway, hello listeners. Welcome back to Luke's English Podcast. Bienvenidos. Uh, and uh, obviously, in this one, uh, I'm joined by uh, pod pals Amber and Paul again. Hello, guys. Hello. How are you? Very well. 
Good. Let me just check the audio levels. Uh, what's the situation here, Amber? Like what, today? In yeah. Paris? No, right now, what we're doing now? Uh, right now, well, mm. we well, had Well, just check some... out the video on YouTube and you'll see what the situation is. Oh, there's a video. Is. There is a oh, video. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're, you're recording this without our permission. You don't, we don't have to sign any uh, waivers or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, if you can, you, you can check out YouTube, uh, Luke's English Podcast on, uh, on YouTube. And uh, hello, we're here. We're, we're here in uh, Luke's uh, lovely apartment with mm-hmm. all the wooden beams. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, that's the situation. Okay. So they can find this video on the page for the episode or on YouTube. That's mm. right. As as uh, sort of podcasters, we have to remember that only a, a small portion of the audience are actually watching this. The vast majority are listening to this. So let's not do too many visual jokes mm-hmm. or too many communicate too many messages which only work to the visual audience. <laughs> okay. We need to bear in mind that most people are sitting on a bus, <coughs> sitting on a train. Uh, lying in their lying in bed or something and listening to this without the the visual aid as okay. well. Okay, All so right. I won't do any thumbs up or anything. No, f- no hand it. gestures and things like that. You know, just keep it or- oral, oral, or oral, mm. oral, keep it oral. oral? That's what keep she it. said. <laughs> <laughs> keep it oral. oral. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that with that bit of advice. Um, okay, so anyway, how are you're you're fine, right? I mean, I've, we've established that already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're fine. We're yeah. fine. You're fine. I'm fine. You fine? I'm fine. Yeah. You're fine? Yeah, I'm fine as well, thanks. Good. Just checking that the audio levels are fine here as well. I was a little bit late coming here, so I was uh, really rushing to get here. (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) Come on, for goodness sake. Uh, Okay, all right. Now, um, what I was thinking, right, is that just in case um, some of my audience aren't familiar with you, Mm -hmm. and there might be some people on the internet, uh, YouTube audience, who who aren't familiar with you too, I thought I'd rush through (laughs) uh, a very... No pun intended. Uh, I, I thought I'd go through quickly uh, uh, some, you know, uh, basic info that we've already established on this podcast about you two before. Okay, but for new okay. listeners who are just joining. Yeah, just in case yeah. people don't know, or if, in case people have forgotten for any reason, I'm just going to, you know, basically go through it again. So yeah, I will okay. start with Amber. All right. All right. So Amber is from London in England, but she's been. I'll start that <laughs> sentence again. Let me start that again. Amber is from London in England, but she's been living in France for ages, and she speaks fluent French. Correct. I do. Okay. Not as good as his. Not as good as his. Yeah. No. Okay. She has the loveliest voice in the known universe. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Causing hundreds of thousands of listeners from around the world to melt as soon as she begins talking. That's nice. You're setting me up for a fall, though. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, People are going to write back saying, I hate her voice. I don't think her voice is that the lovely. lovely. No, exactly. It's, it really grates the ears. Exactly. I don't think that's going to happen. Everyone's going to agree with that one. Yeah. Um, well, you would have pl- previously played the jingle. Uh, Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, at the beginning of this episode, right? So all of this is unnecessary. Yeah. The, <laughs> the jingle basically <laughs> it says it all. It says, says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, okay. you know, yet again, I am repeating myself, but you know, that's just what I do, isn't it? It's my thing, isn't it? Is it, Vlad? Is obviously yeah. You're suddenly like teaching gangster English, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Gangster so English. today, right, we're going to learn proper, real English from. The streets. From the streets, yeah. <laughs> From East London. Okay. So, continuing with the introduction to Amber. So, Amber, she also has a son called Hugo, mm-hmm. who makes dinosaur noises mm-hmm. and poos under tables. Not regularly. Sometimes. Some, just once. 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 <laughs> one poo under one, one table. Poo, okay, that's stopped now? He's, he's not doing that anymore? I've not had any subsequent poops under tables, okay, no. Okay, so how's the potty training going, if you don't mind my asking? It's good. Yeah? Yeah good like it's really good it's good like yeah it, no it's yeah we were having less accidents yeah yeah i'm, ge- okay. I'm getting to grips with the 
the, the direction, whole yeah, directional. Really. It's a very PA. strange thing, potty training. When you, when, yeah. like, when you really think about it, like, how is it? Why? How is it so weird mm-hmm. that we have to learn how to go to the toilet? We must be the only species on earth that cares about how we go to the toilet. What would happen if we didn't get potty trained as children? What would happen? Would we all just be pooing and peeing everywhere, like no, I think in the metro? Just come naturally. I well, I mean, we, maybe after a while. But it's different. Like if we were living in the wild, we mm. wouldn't have clothes and we wouldn't mm. have the same. We'd just be going to the toilet in in nature. Just yeah. You need to pee. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, Nature's exactly. going to get pretty messy, though, isn't it? After a while, if that if if that's what's happening. That's well, what the animals what do. Animals, isn't it? That's what animals do. There's more animals than humans, so I mean, technically, there's more, yeah. I mean, there's more let's poo. Not, let's not go down this road. I just, just, just it's a weird okay. social cultural thing. Just a question. Listeners, if you've got the answer to that question, feel free to leave it in the comments section. Yeah. What do you think we would do? What would happen to civilization if we didn't have potty training uh, growing up as children? Would it be better or somehow a lot worse? Mm. I feel it would be worse. That was a bit of an accidental partridge there, wasn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> I have to explain that at some point. So continuing, Amber also she she sometimes has nightmares about fish. Yeah, true. True. Yeah, uh, she loves listening to audiobooks uh, and BBC Radio Four. Yeah, uh, you sometimes work as a teacher with children, but you also have a background in theatre. Mm-hmm. And did you know this, Paul? That she studied mime for two years. I think we talked about it on a previous podcast. You studied mime for two years? Yeah, sort of. Right. Yeah. Were you a good student? No. She was a loud student. Right. (laughs) Do they know what mime is, do you think? Does everyone know what mime is? No. So it's probably not. It's quite important. Right, I'll, I'll see you later then. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my I'll get my coat. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not the it's not the mime like you're in a box. Not that kind of mime. Oh, isn't it? No, ah. I have. To, I think I've told you this before. It's a sort of different mime. It's called uh, Nicole Internationale du Mime. Like it's like it's like physical theatre. Oh, I see. So it's not it's not like you never we've never got out of a invisible box. Not getting out of a box. It's just being physical on stage. Yeah, yeah. I think I did some colours for you before. Yes, you, I do remember that. I mimed that. some colours for you. Yeah, you were like, yeah, green. Where, I was green, was I was that orange. Just us two? No, you, you were there as well, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was you know, upstairs. I vaguely remember that. Can you mime a colour for us again? I'm not feeling it. You're not feeling well, it? Well, now that she's on video. You know, they get that's visual, though. The audience is going to... Yeah, but at yeah. least last time when you mimed, you, we, there was no video. I think video. I just did it for you. Okay. Okay. That was just well, anyway, <laughs> physical theatre. Uh, Amber is also a tour guide in Paris sometimes. Mm. She, is, she She's very well read and she knows a lot about the history of this great city. One of these days, she's going to produce her own podcast about the history of Paris and everyone is waiting for it expectantly. No pressure. Uh, she recently learnt the words burlap, gaslighting and Hobson's choice. Yeah. These are new words that you recently learned. Yes. Yeah. Gaslighting. Gas- oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Just their expressions. Don't worry about it. I shouldn't have mentioned it. No, but isn't that torture or something? No. No, it's like when you try and... It it comes from a play, a play or a film. A play, I think, first. And this guy um, tries to make his wife think she's sort of losing it by... um, Oh, yeah. Sort of tricking her. And they call it gaslighting because it's this old-fashioned house. So he'd like go upstairs and, and, I know, make noises. or I can't remember exactly. And she would say to him like I heard these things and he was like no 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 but every time he did that the lights would flicker because he was right. turning on the lights upstairs because uh, it was gaslighting uh, and to gaslight someone is to sort of uh, make them think that they're going mental make someone like manipulate someone <laughs> by making them think they're going crazy right yeah, yeah okay 
listen to episode 431 and everything will become okay. clear. Um, uh, what, so, okay, uh, nearly That's finished. Me. No. Uh, I, I would say that she's probably more intelligent than, than both of us. Well, Combined. Yeah. Mm, yeah. No, well, we did a pub quiz. That's true. Very recently. You oh, weren't yeah. there. James was. Did it with Luke and um, we we won. Really? Because of Luke. Oh, really? And he really knew all the answers. <laughs> I think James knew one. I knew one. Even the What kind of questions were they? All a myriad of questions, like in all different fields and disciplines. And Luke was on it from start to finish. Me and we were the rest of us were piss poor, to be honest. It was I, Luke. I do know quite a lot of trivia. <laughs> he does. But you know why? You know why that is? I, I attribute it to the work of being an English teacher. Yeah. Because so many lessons in so many textbooks for learning English are full of that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, like stuff that you never need to know. So many reading texts yeah. and listening uh, exercises that focus on like these bits of knowledge. So I kind of know a little bit about everything. Mm. I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> which is how the phrase goes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway... Move, is that enough? That's Do you think plenty. we've covered everything with, with that? I think so. She also does stand-up comedy. I don't think you mentioned yeah. that anymore. Oh, that's true, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very funny. Which, if you're well. new to the podcast, that's how the three of us met, was through a stand-up yeah. comedy. Yes. Because yeah. we all perform stand-up together. Exactly. And we still do. Um, as recently as Monday. Last of Monday. last week. Yeah, yeah, last Monday. Yeah, it was a smash hit, wasn't it, that show? It was a good show, yeah. It was Great brilliant, show. yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, that's how we all met. Okay. So, moving on to Paul uh, Taylor... Uh, at PT Comedy on on, <laughs> on Twitter, as he also he's also known. and Instagram and Instagram at, at, at PT Comedy. Okay, Paul is from Canterbury in England. Is that right? Yeah, more or less. Kent. Yes, um, that wasn't a, a rude word. Uh, <coughs> just that's the county in England that he comes from, Kent, uh, which is in Britain, uh, which is in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> is it in Europe? Which is in Europe. Sort, sort of. of. <laughs> okay, so he's from England. It's connected to Europe, though, isn't it? By politics. And, and a tunnel. And a tunnel. Right. <laughs> well, less by politics now. True. It's it's hanging by a thread yeah. at this stage. Anyway. Well, apparently they announced it's this it's happening 29th. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Article 50? 29th. It's been triggered? It's going, going to be to triggered be. on 29th. Going to be triggered on the 29th. Yeah. Why don't they just trigger it now? I don't know. Because it's a nine-day delay. Okay. I don't know. Theresa May's. Wow. It's actually going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Well, all right. I'm sure that we'll be talking about that again at some point in the future. But uh, your f- Paul is from England, but he also spent some time growing up in France, where as a child, he once nearly burnt down his house and uh, he stabbed himself in the face with a kitchen knife while pretending to be one of the teenage ninja turtles. Oh, that was one of my stories. <laughs> yes. I, I, damn. Okay. <laughs> Leonardo from the Ninja yeah, Turtles. That's he, he thought hero. he was Leonardo. He thought he was a hero in a half shell. Nearly st- you, you Turtle actually, power. You stabbed yourself in the face with a kitchen knife. While pretending to be a ninja turtle. Yeah, yeah. For those of you watching the video, you might be able to see the scar of my eye somewhere up there. If you're not watching the video, then you can't see it. Yeah, you just have to imagine it. Mm, it's, it's very faint. It's on one of the sides. It might be the wrong oh, side. Oh, yeah. I can see it. Okay. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, so I tried doing that. So Paul also has a funny, infectious laugh, <laughs> which causes my listeners to make fools of themselves on public transport <laughs> when they can't help laughing too, which is one of the aims of this podcast. So apparently when you laugh, there's people okay. on buses <laughs> going, <laughs> and other, all the other passengers are like, what is, why are, you, why, are you in, why are you showing signs of joy? Stop it. Stop showing joy in public. Um, 
You're uh, half in the picture, Luke. You got to move in. Okay. No, move in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Can't move outside of the the, the video frame. Uh, Paul has uh, he has naive eyes. Oh yes, that was a comment, wasn't that? it? Naive yeah. eyes. Naive eyes. What do you think, YouTube? Do I have naive eyes? He's got yeah. cynical eyes. Personally, <laughs> deeply cynical Beady eyes. Beady little sort of suspicious <laughs> eyes. Uh, he doesn't know any words. <laughs> you sounded like Barack Obama there. He doesn't know any words. He doesn't know any words. Uh, he speaks French with no accent. <laughs> he also speaks Spanish and has a talent for doing accents in English. Uh, he used to work for Apple, but he quit his job to do comedy, and it's going pretty well, actually. Pre- pretty well. It's going right. He used to do... No, he still does his one his one man show called hashtag Franglais twice a week twice a week twice a week to sold out audiences sometimes three sometimes three times a week to sold out audiences and his TV show what the fuck France <laughs> is a hit on YouTube and Canal Plus which yeah. is a TV channel here in France. He used to do a podcast which was called Becoming a Comedian, which was all about the challenges of becoming a comedian. But now he's become a comedian, so the Becoming a Comedian podcast is now redundant. <laughs> when are you going to do the Become a Comedian podcast? Oh, being a comedian. Having become a, a comedian. Become a comedian. That'll be my intro. That'll be my, uh, my jingle. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. When it, when uh, I don't know, I, right. I I I'm still trying to figure out what to do, um, in terms of I don't know, like a, like either a vlog on YouTube or a podcast. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. Okay. I, I want opinions. Tell me what you want. Would you prefer video updates? Do you prefer audio updates? Because I know a bunch of your listeners, um, came to my podcast and they were they were commenting like crazy and they're loving it and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So um. Yeah, if you want more podcasts, let me know. Or if you want videos, let me know. I, I, I haven't decided. Do, I think you should do videos. Videos, like because, vlogs. Yeah, like vlogs, because you get to do... Because part of the thing that's interesting about being a comedian is you travel and you get to go to sort of unusual places. Yeah. I know that one green room can look a bit like the next. Yeah. But they do all have like a little bit of style. I don't know, there's something yeah, very visual maybe. about like You know what comedy. I thought about? I had, a, I had an idea yesterday because um, yeah. I was knackered because uh, I, 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 I was just moving all over the place. And so I just sat in bed for most of the day watching YouTube videos on my phone. Right. And I'm, I'm uh, subscribed to GoPro, mm-hmm. uh, the GoPro channel. And all of their videos are incredible. It's like, you know, people doing backflips on snowboards, like diving. It's all, they're incredible videos. And I just thought it would be funny to pitch them the idea of doing like a GoPro series, but of somebody doing normal stuff, you know, <laughs> like, like me walking around Can the street in Paris, you know, like, like the, the daily vlogs. If I did like a daily thing of like, hey, this is my life as a comedian. There's nothing extraordinary about it. Like I'm walking down the street, I'm getting the metro, I'm on stage, which is maybe a little bit different to a yeah. lot of people. But it's not like you're not watching it going, how is he doing a triple backflip? This is like buying a coffee. Exactly. Whoa! And so maybe uh, maybe if they hook me up with some cameras, uh, then I might uh, start doing a. So if you're listening, GoPro. Um, you should do it. Of course, I, I might do that. I, but I don't know if people will be interested enough. But I, I, having said that, there's so many vlogs right now that are just taking off. Uh, you know, like that have got thousands, uh, thousands, no, tens of millions of subscribers, yeah. um, and they're not really talking about a lot or doing much. But nice. that it's it's it, like people love seeing what other people are doing. So yeah. maybe yes, no. I think I think you could definitely do something video. I think mm. I think you make it good. Did you watch the um, video of those naughty twins? The other day. Naughty twins. Naughty twins. They have, you know how like some 
children. They're little, they're about two. And there's a camera in their bedroom, you know, I suppose that the parents oh, can look. Oh, the one's knocking, like the bed falls on top of him. No, 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 no. no. So it's these little twins and they've sort of speeded it up. But basically you just see the twins in bed and they like get out and then they're just like running around the bedroom and having a chat on the sofa and putting all their cushions everywhere. And then their parents come in and put them back into bed and then they're just out instantly and just like hoofing around their bedroom all night like these naughty little things. It was. <laughs> it's a sped up video <laughs> yeah. of a pair of little children running around their bedroom at night when the parents don't just running around their bedroom at night. Oh my twins. goodness. Uh, okay. So what's it called? Naughty twins? Yeah. Just look, just put in twins, you know, out of bed on YouTube. You'll find it. So if you Google naughty twins bed, then <laughs> you might come up with something. You else. might find something else, <laughs> you know, so it depends on your feed. It does. Depends. Where they sort of automatically go with your search. Yeah. If you search for that in YouTube, you probably I'm gonna find t- I'm going to type in Naughty Twins Bed to see what happens. Naughty. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's see what the results are. Twins. I'm not sure that technically you can show that on video because, uh, you know, my whole... I'll just tell you if it's the right video or not. Naughty Bed Twins. Well, this is just children here. It's just all children. Yeah, right, that's good. Right. Thank goodness for that. In fact, there's loads of naughty little twins. Yeah, no, no, no pornography. No, there's. Okay. Th- is that is a good or a bad thing that there's no porn? I don't I think know. That's great. I think it's, it's good. good. It's good. I mean, okay. YouTube should be uh, should just be clean. It's a safe space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you were a little child, did you get up out of bed and run around the room at night? I don't remember, but probably considering that apparently uh, when we used to go to restaurants with my parents when I was a kid, as soon as I finished dinner, I'd be legging it around the the, the restaurant really? like, to, to get rid of energy. So I had a lot of energy when I was a kid. Yeah. Surprising, still that, isn't it? Very, really. hard, very hard to imagine. <laughs> Can you imagine me without energy? Still still got all that energy now, I, I, I see. What about you, Amber? Were you a running around type of child? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I can imagine you being mm, a running, running around, around. Running around. Running around, yeah. Okay. All right, good. I'm glad we established that. It's obviously very important yeah. to uh, make sure. So you've managed to do this episode without an intro, yet that was an intro. And it's uh, uh, like... Uh, you don't know that. I did it. You did it. You okay. To- okay. Right. So what I want to do now is go through a few comments and questions that I've received from uh, listeners on the internet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, some on the website, some on uh, Facebook. Um, and uh, so they, the, the first one was a comment uh, left... Uh, on our recent restaurants episode. Okay. And it was just us. And the comment's from Nick. And the comment goes like this. I was missing Paul's laugh while listening to this. (laughs) Thanks, Nick. There you go. Appreciate it. Uh, The next one is an anonymous uh, comment from uh, a few episodes ago. And it just says this. Amber's voice seduced me. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Okay. And then moving on to this comment, which arrived just a few days ago from a regular commenter called Eri from Japan. Hi, Eri from Japan. And Eri says this. No! What? I just found this comment now. So I wrote on the website, if you'd like, I'm having Amber and Paul over. Uh, If you have any questions, just write them here. And that was like last Last week. week. She thinks she's too late. She's not too late. You're not too late. So, but she thought she was too late when she wrote this. So she wrote, no, I just found this comment now. Oh dear. (laughs) Thinking it's too late. Right. Uh, If I could add some message for both Amber and Paul, uh, here are the messages. So to Amber, it goes like this. I'm looking forward to listening to your podcast with the most lovely voice in the world. <laughs> oh, thank you. It really is. Oh, um, soon, very soon. Re- okay. April, April. I've is promised it? Oh, myself. You promised it. April. What date in April? Just I mean, if you say the thirtieth of April. Okay. Well, next week is school, and then there's two week holidays, and after that, two weeks. So in three weeks. Okay. That is when I want to 
get the podcast out. What, like April the 1st? Because you've recorded it already, yeah. you just need to I've recorded five. Oh, really? And edited five. Very cool. I said I was going to get ten done, but I don't think I'll get ten, okay. but I think if I get seven done by but April... Can, wait, are you, you going to release them all at the same time? No, I'll release them slowly, but then that'll oh, give okay. me time to do the next. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, by the time you, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, so okay. I can like keep going. So it'll be every other week. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. What's it going to be called? Amber's History Podcast. Pan Am. Pan Am. I know, it's, oh, I know there is a Pan Am, but I mean, it does mean Paris. No, Pan, Pan, Am. Pan Am. Pan Am. Why Pan Am? Pan Am is slang for Paris. And when I first moved to Paris, I listened to this song by uh, Renault, and I thought it was really good. Um, but he had this thing saying how much he loved Pan Am. I didn't mm. know what it was. It took me a really long time to find out. Like, what Paris. is Pan Am? Is it a kind of bread? Yeah. Is it a sort of... I had no of, idea. Yeah, it's the whole city. So I just wanted to call it Paris, but it's, not yeah. just like Paris, sort of a bit like, it's you like know. It's like a dessert, like Panna Cotta, but Pan Am. Right. <laughs> okay. I think Pan Am is a good name. I, I, I do. I think name. it's a cool name. Cool. All right. And especially now, a I lot mean, of... It is the city in uh, Hunger Games as well. Is it? Yeah, that's the main oh, thing where... No, but that's fine. They've stolen it from Paris, obviously. Yeah. But it's the... Yeah, it's where the 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 government run the stuff. The government... From, it's where the government run the stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It's where the... It's, it's, it's the main city in, uh, in Hunger Games where everything... <laughs> the capital city. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think it's called Pan Am. That does sound, that actually now, that rings right? a bell now. I've only now watched the first it. two. I haven't seen the third one. Never seen the hun- Hunger no. Games. Never seen oh, Hunger you Games. No. Good. Is it good? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it is. Fun. It's good, yeah. Right. Just for Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. And hot. She's yeah. very hot. Yeah. It's yeah. good. And yeah. old, you know, um, the sort of sweaty, now dead actor oh, who's very uh, good. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Love him. Oh, I always have to say Philip Seymour Hoffman's name in a sort of a Brooklyn accent. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Panem. Sorry, not Panem. Panem. Close, P-A-N-E-M, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's too close that they yeah. obviously stole it from Paris. Okay. So Maybe. the podcast is looking, we, 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 we can expect it in April sometime. It's going to be called Pan Am. Yes. Which is like a slang word for Paris. Mm-hmm. It's like the nickname for Paris. Yes. Fantastic. Looking forward to that. We're, I might ask you a bit more about it in a moment. Uh, okay. I think we've got a couple of other questions about that. Mm. Um, to Paul from Erie, I have just, I've been checking all videos of What the Fuck France and cannot wait for the next episodes and other videos on YouTube. So it's not really a question, it's, just a, it's just a statement. yeah. And Thanks, please sorry. join in Luke's English Podcast sometime when you have time. Oh, well, I'm here. Here exactly. you are. Look. Hello. Here he is. Okay, Alexander Schneider. Schneider, that means Taylor. Does it? Does yeah. it? I found that out because uh, I, I've got a, I had an ex-workmate called Mark Schneider, and I don't know how it came about, but... Oh, because I was doing my name in different languages, like in Spanish, my name is Pablo Sastre. In oh, French, yeah. it's yeah. Boltailleur. And uh, some guy in German was like, yeah, it's, uh, I can't remember what Paul is. I think it's just Paul Schneider. I was like, oh, Schneider. Schneider. And then I went through this whole, like, it, yeah, it was, um, so anyway, oh, yeah, Schneider means Taylor. Well, Alexander Schneider, who apparently shares the same name as you, doesn't have anything to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> He's just interested in us. It's because between Taylors. It's like, Schneider, I don't need to know about Taylor. I know everything there is to know about Taylors. I am one. <laughs> No, he said, uh, hi, Luke. I wonder when we should expect the release of Amber's podcast and how can we find it? Well, you've answered that question. Yes, yes. April. Yep. It's called Pan Am. Yep. Where will we find it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal with the technical iTunes. stuff. I need to need you. That's where you're going to come in, Luke. It'll be on iTunes and it'll be on your website, which will be amberminogue.com. Yeah, well, I tried to make a website using Squarespace. Did you? With their simple drag and drop tools. Oh. And uh, I 
Couldn't do it. Really? It's fucking really complicated. Well, if you want. My, web, my website's on Squarespace. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to because I was like, Jesus, I can't do this. I'm too old. <laughs> Squarespace is the, the company that sponsors all podcasts. Except yeah. this one. Except mine. Squarespace, if you're it's listening. Great. Squarespace, by the way, if, if all the, 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 the special looks, clever... It's all fancy. It looks great. If any it Squarespace people are listening to this, I, this podcast does have an audience. You could sponsor Thanks. me too. Yeah. Right? Oh, I didn't put the latest one on. Paul is now looking at Squarespace. Squarespace. Yeah, I'm just. I was just showing Amber. It's, no, it's it's really good. That's why I chose it. But oh, I got lost. Yeah. I got completely. Well, I'll help you out with it if you Thank want. Thank you. That'd okay. Be great. Well, here's another one, and it goes like this. Uh, Sylvia, I said, Sylvia. Uh, I'm looking forward to Amber's podcast. I love her. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Sylvia. When did you talk about your podcast? You, you I must, must be talking about, about it all the time because it's been like ages been trying to. Get yeah, but it's been going. a while that I haven't heard. I about always, it. I always ask her to okay. give us an update. So Naomi. Um, and Naomi says, hello, Luke, Amber and Paul. How are you doing? Very Good. Well. How are you, Thank Naomi? You. Fine, thanks, Naomi. How are you? I'm fine. Come on. That's Naomi <laughs> through the internet. Mm-hmm. Huh? Um, and she goes like this. So these are actual questions. Uh, number one, you are very funny. All Who's of us. You, uh, all, all of us. us. Okay. All of us. Did you used to make jokes in the classroom when you were students? Did you ever, like, make jokes at school in the classroom? Were you, like, a cheeky student making jokes, making the class laugh, maybe getting told off by the teacher? Oh, Taylor, always making jokes. Come over here and let me punish you physically. (laughs) (laughs) How old are you, Luke? Uh, Uh, Surely, Paul. You know what? I don't know if I was funny, but I was definitely a distraction. I remember in a lot of my school reports, it said that I was distracting the other students. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess there was one time, the the, the first thing that came to my mind, uh, it was more like practical jokes, like uh, pranks. Mm. So what we did one time was when when we all got mobile phones at some point, I think it must have been about... He's young. Yeah. Very young. Well, no, we were just early 12, 13, 14. <laughs> Very young. I think I was yeah. 25 when I got a mobile phone. Yeah, but that's just because you, 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 your technology years. Um, yeah. You know. She's techni- it's the same with Addie. Like, Addie, Addie got her first computer when she was 20. I'm like, 20? Um, and she's yeah. not that old, much older than me. Anyway, um, yeah, we, we all still got mobile phones and it was cool. And our teachers were like, no, you can't use them in class, blah, blah, blah. Um, there was only a few of us that had them. Uh, but we decided that we would hide my phone somewhere in the classroom like near the door or something like that in, in, a, in a coat or something yeah. and uh, my mate would just ring it all, all the time and a teacher got she went mental she went she got really angry yeah mm. such I was yeah I was more of a naughty kid than a funny kid I did things that that weren't you know that were just naughty yeah. mm. did the teacher ever scream Taylor yeah all the time <laughs> Taylor get in my office now <laughs> Right. <laughs> to the headmaster. Taylor! Yeah, it was, uh, I was in one of those schools where everyone called each other by their last names. Right. Mm. Right, okay. What about you, Amber? Were you uh, funny, naughty, uh, as a child? A bit School? naughty. Sometimes. Sometimes a bit naughty. I think I'd, just, I'd be a bit naughty in a covert way. Right. Mm, I, I remember you being um, rebellious. Mm, just... Not no, a, I imagine her to be very studious, like a very good student, really loving like like Hermione from uh, from uh, Harry I, Potter. I was a good student. I mean, I loved school. I got one hundred percent attendance. Really, it was better at school 100% than home. One hundred percent attendance. Got a certificate. One hundred percent attendance. Yeah, for never what, missed a day. Years? I don't think I got it every year. Okay, but I, I did it pretty often. Year. 
Yeah. Like for one term, like what? For the whole year, if you get, if you come to school every single. I tried as hard as possible not to go to school. Not to go to school. I liked school. It was nicer at school than it was at home. Mm. Mm. It was more fun at school. No, but I mean, it's cool to to all friends and. I used to wake up early to turn my mum's alarm clock off. No. Yeah. And this was, I was what? I was like seven. Uh, and we, it was when we were living in France and we had like kind of in the, in the sticks in France, like a nice house with multiple floors or whatever. So I remember I used to get up at like, I don't know, six in the morning. I don't even remember how I got myself up whatever. I'd get up and I'd go downstairs to my mum's room, like quiet going. Like a ninja. Yeah. Like a ninja. (laughs) (laughs) Turn her alarm off and go back up to sleep. And then she'd wake up late. Um, cause she's as late sleeper like I am. And then I just wouldn't go to school. And you'd be like, well, I suppose that it's far too late to go to school now, mum. <laughs> yeah. I suppose we'll that just have to naughty. stay at home and play Ninja Turtle games with knives. <laughs> and she was yeah, like, yeah. okay, Paul, you just do... You just Here's stab- some matches. Yeah, yeah. Go and amuse yourself. Here's some matches. Here's some kitchen knives. Go and play Terrible. on your own. So, yeah, I wasn't... <laughs> oh, Luke, were you naughty? Uh, I was uh, cheeky and a bit funny, but I used to get away with it. Slapped so a teacher in the head I, once. I did, yeah. As we know from previous episodes of this podcast, I did get away with uh, slapping a teacher around the back of the head once. <laughs> um, which I seek, I sort of imagine that the teacher had a deep level of respect for me for it. I don't know why. I imagine the teacher was like, I admire the balls on that kid. Really? Probably thought, <laughs> little, little shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hashtag no pedo. <laughs> Um, I but I used to make I used to make funny comments and stuff, and then uh, the teacher would be like, "What's going on?" And I'd be there looking all sweet and nice and innocent, yeah. uh, and uh, some other kid would cop the blame. Thompson, Thompson, oh Thompson, it's you. Uh, okay, as you were, as you were, Thompson. Right. <laughs> so I used to make jokes and stuff, but I used to get away with it basically. Um, second question from Naomi is this: If you, it's a classic. This one: mm. If you can have a special power, what would it be? You must have answered that question before. If you could have a special power, what would it be? Um, do you want options or do you want to just... No. Yeah, okay. I think I would teleport. Tele- what? Actual, teleport. Like, I, mean, I mean, yeah. You could just click your fingers and you'd be like somewhere else, so wherever you, just, you want to be. If you wanted to be in the pub, you could just... Pub. Bing, and there you are in the pub. Yeah. So teleportation. I think I'd quite like that. But... Mm-hmm. What if you teleported into the middle of an object? Like, teleport into the pub, poof, and then you're there, and oh, the bar is like well, halfway I through. I suppose if it's a superpower, it's got to have like some contingents, you know, like you, you can only teleport to. Like an, a vacant space. Yeah. It automatically puts well, you I, in theory, somewhere you, you'd safe. You'd be teleporting into, your, into the position that you're currently in. So if I teleported from here, in theory, I'd need to find it, like the universe would find me a table and a chair at a pub. Okay. That, so that I so, wouldn't. You can just teleport and then suddenly be stood up. Right. So you'd, you'd have to be like, if you're sitting down, you'd have to teleport into a, a, a you know, into onto a chair somewhere yeah. else. Right. Okay. Yeah, it might be teleporting mm. into the toilet and you're sat on the toilet. Yeah. And then you just walk out of the toilet into the pub and everyone's yeah. like, where did you come from? Yeah. I was just mm-hmm. in the toilet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Teleportation. That's pretty good. Paul. Yeah. What about, I imagine you'd choose teleportation too, but you'd call it teleportation. <laughs> Just carry on. <laughs> oh, I'm glad just, I ra- oh, glad I was Russian to get here. Just an uh, idea. Um, uh, yeah. I would do I, I time travel. I think. Yeah, that was my second choice. Time travel. Mm-hmm. I would just like to go to to spend a day. I don't know in old times. Mm. When 
Don't know. Like when we were born. Before mobiles. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. No, no, like way older. You know, like, I don't know. Even like 30 years. I don't know. Just specific. 30, 30 years, years ago. ago. In the older days. 30 years No, because I was ago. born 30 years ago. So that doesn't work. I feel like, I feel like I'm in, in 2000s and I'm like, oh, 30 in the, right. whatever. Like basically like swing in 60s. It would be cool to yeah. just live a day in London when the 60s were happening. Yeah. yeah. Or... You know, it, it just like there's certain parts of where you see photos and old stuff, and I'm just like, ah, oh, that looks really cool. Mm. You know, to see like Piccadilly Circus with it, with the old buses and the old, it would just be fun, I think, yeah. to Definitely. do that. Yeah. Um, not maybe towards the future a little bit. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to go, you know, like five years in the future and see what technology's like and see, like, whoa, what, are, okay, this is yeah. weird. See the post apocalyptic. Feels waste. scary to go into yeah, the future. Yeah. It a would, little bit. It would be a bit like, you know, a post-apocalyptic waste ground. Yeah. It would be like the Matrix, just maybe the sky's all yeah. cloudy and, and lightning and just, I need to watch just that film devastation again. everywhere. Yeah. I know. I was just thinking that the other day. I was just like, ah, it probably, it probably the means Matrix more. Matrix was a pivotal movie. It I th- was. I, don't think, I think we've we've lost it. Like love, We've fallen out of love with The Matrix. We need to re-find yeah. re- it. Should we watch oh, yeah. The Matrix sometime? Brilliant. I yeah. love The Matrix. Let's come yeah. round to Luke's house, watch The Mr. Matrix. Mr. Anderson, we've <laughs> missed you. <laughs> It's a great movie. Yeah, it's really it's, good. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, but uh, yeah, it'd be fun to... What I'd like to do is, I guess, hopefully before we die, the technology will there, is to be cryogenically frozen. Like, I don't know, I'll get to like 70, I'll be like, all right, cool. I know I've got a few years left, but I'll freeze myself now yeah. and wake up in like 200 years what? just to live like the 10 last years just to be like, oh, what's, what's going on? But I'd know, like to do that. But don't you get that thing that when you've been asleep for a long time, you feel like, oh, you feel all groggy. It takes ages to wake up. Yeah. Imagine what it'd be like to be asleep for like 100 years. You'd be so groggy, it wouldn't be worth it. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, it might take you a year to get over the grogginess. Right. But then I, it would just be interesting to see what the world has become mm. for a little while yeah. and then just mm. pop it. Yeah. Okay. Just have a little glance, a little glimpse of mm. what the future can, mm. can be like. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know what my 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 special ability would be. I'd would you, you what... like to have accordions for legs? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Is that what you like? Obviously. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know. I think I'd like to have the force, you know, and all the things that you can get as a Jedi. <laughs> I think that's what it would be. I, I would like to be able to move objects with, the, you know, well, I'd like to use the Jedi mind trick. You know, these aren't the droids you're looking for, you know. You can yeah. go about your you business. You did that in France anyway with your accent. That's right, I can. Just sort of like, oh, sorry, I don't understand. They're like, oh, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. You can go because we can't speak English, so just go yeah. ahead. <laughs> those so are, I'd, those use, are good I'd skills. Have, I'd have the force, I think. Yeah. I think that's what I'd have. Okay, third question from Naomi. What food would you bring to a desert island? Water. What? Water. No. Oh, that was food. just a stupid quick food. answer. Food, though. Food. What food would you bring to a desert island? Interesting question because it's sort of thing. There's two ways of approaching that question. Either you go for the survival approach, like mm. what's the food that's going to help you survive, mm. or just the what food do you want to eat? Yeah. Basically. You're going to have one food for the rest of your life. What's it going to be? Or which food would help you survive the best in an otherwise remote and uh, foodless place? I'd bring a dessert. Yeah. <laughs> to a desert island. Oh! You wouldn't get confused, though. <laughs> Would oh, get- this this podcast is terrible. <laughs> oh. oh God! Uh, no, what I don't know. What would you bring? I don't know. It depends if there was stuff on the desert island, like oh, if there was coconut trees. Sand. There, there's sand there. We know that much. Because if I could bring some coconuts, because then they can grow into trees, and then you know they've got delicious water, mm-hmm. and the coconut is healthy mm. and good for you. Yes. 
might bring a it's coconut. Good. If you plant a coconut, will it become a tree? Fuck no. It's going to take Maybe. a long time, isn't it? You think I'll be dead before yeah. then? I think so. This the shoot the, will be growing up one and coconut. you'll starve maybe, to death. But maybe I've got, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe they grow from old coconuts. I don't know how coconuts work. All I know is that you break no. them open and it's and you get water, a little bit of water, and basically Tom Hanks, you know that movie, Castaway. Yeah. That's all I know about coconuts, mm. is that they have a white fleshy pulp, mm-hmm. which is quite sweet. Delicious. But if you just eat that, I think you do go mad eventually. Well, it, I think the desert get... island. Yeah, that probably would do it. Yeah, go on then. I would bring, um, I would bring some sort of um, like a wrap. You know, I think I'd just bring a, a wrap with sandwiches. Me. Yeah, like sandwiches, <laughs> sandwiches. Yeah, sandwiches. Yeah, I'll get a boots meal deal, please. Yeah, like just a chicken <laughs> and salad sandwich, please. <laughs> Coronation chicken. <laughs> uh, I have an egg and cress. Cajun chicken salad sandwich. Okay. On brown wholemeal bread from, from Boots, please. That's what I'd like. Because they come in the handy little plastic uh, pack. What? We'll keep the sand Hold out. Hold on. You're bringing plastic to a desert island. Yeah. Because I mean, it's Do you know I'm single-handedly waging war against plastic? Okay. Well, I would, uh, I would use the plastic. I'd, I'd use it to keep... Um, bait for fish i'd use i'd collect i don't know i'd use plastic i'd make it into a boat and i'd use it to escape the desert island somehow just this tiny little plastic <laughs> thing yeah okay it's obviously ridiculous ridiculous anyway thanks. okay go on and naomi then says sorry for my silly questions i'd bring a chicken just a chicken a chicken yeah. it's food because it will give me eggs uh, 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 and for company. a while and then and company and then when it dies company. then i'll eat it and so mm. whatever Okay. And then maybe one of the eggs, well, no, I was going to say it would be fertilised, but it wouldn't be. How would it be fertilised? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you did say you'd I'll keep... create a new race of chicken humans. You did say <laughs> it would keep you company, but we didn't, we, we assumed you meant just social company. Friendly. Yeah. Um, well, if we're going that way, why not have a cow? Because, you know, you can get a lot more milk and... and yeah, but a cow's friendship. heavy. Friendship, you know, a whole world of possibilities. Yeah, but chickens are cool. That is quite good. Mm, I hear they're friendly. Or a duck. And you can smuggle one in the plane onto the desert island. It'd be difficult to get a cow onto a plane. Don't well, know. she's not Just stipulated. Push it, push it on. This might be desert island discs. It doesn't matter. You can have whatever you want. Yeah. Desert okay. island desserts. All right. Okay. Well, uh, she says, have a nice recording. I'm looking forward to the, mm-hmm. listening to the pod pals. I can't wait for Amber's podcast. You see? Yeah. Get it out there. Pavel. R- 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 Pavel. Pavel. I can't pronounce his surname. Pavel says, do you guys have favourite YouTubers? Paul, this is one for you. Favourite YouTuber? Uh, I found a new guy recently. Not a new guy, but a guy... Because I didn't realise YouTube... I I don't follow... The only YouTubers I follow are French ones, because I didn't realise there was like other YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an English guy who I like a lot. Yeah. His, uh, his, his YouTube name is Jackmate. Jackmate. Uh, Jack with two A's and mate with two A's. <laughs> and he basically rants... All the t- about everything, and it's yeah. it's hilarious. I love people that uh, in the that car. No, just in his in his thing. <laughs> it's, it's fucking great. <laughs> he just destroys other YouTubers. He, uh, but but like in a really, I don't know. It's just it's a very, I don't know. It's 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 a weird. Uh, I find it difficult to describe. Yeah. But um, yeah, Jack mate is. Uh, Jack I'll, mate. I'll play you like a, a, a two second or a ten second version of one of his videos. But that he's my currently my favorite. Um, YouTuber. Is he British? Yes. Or British? British. Jackmate. Jackmate. Okay. All right, Check then. him out. You, you Amber? Uh, 
Um, I don't, I in fact only recently found out who one of the most famous YouTuber was. PewDiePie. PewDiePie. Oh, yeah. Who sounds like a complete cunt. Um, And I only found out a bit, I'm sorry, because of The Guardian. They wrote an article about him being a bit of a cunt, really. And uh, I I thought, just not interested really in YouTube. I mean, I, I watched some things on YouTube, like Diane Love for her tutorials about hula hooping, which I enjoy. What? But um, I don't watch any YouTubers hula, particularly. Hula hooping tutorials? Yeah, I love to hula hoop. Like, like that thing where you have a... Ho- like hula hooping. It's, it's like you make it spin round your waist. Yep. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, we're now currently doing hula hooping. Some hula hooping. Hula hooping. Yeah, I like to spin learn new techniques. Hoop. I can't do it. I, I can <laughs> teach you. Okay. All right, this is this guy here. Can you turn it around so they can see it? Yeah. Jack, mate. Some of you guys who like to troll through YouTube on the daily have probably noticed that a lot of content creators are getting a shit ton of views for posting mind tricks, life hacks, or a thousand degree glowing knife cutting through an inanimate object. Oh my god, have you seen what this a thousand degree glowing knife does? No, what does it do? It cuts through stuff. What? No way, that sounds crazy. I must watch that. But today, specifically, Jack, mate, is talking about the mind trick videos, the life hacks. And I think it's safe to say that the guy uploading the lion share of these waste of time videos the king of cringe himself is mr pro gamer jay so being a man of the people i thought i would make this video today to really get to know the man behind the clickbait let's go so pro gamer jay nice easy one to begin with what's your full name my full name is jay and my last name is pro gamer <laughs> shit banter and i already hate your voice but let's look past that you've only been doing youtube as a full-time thing for about six months now so what were you doing before youtube jay before i'd started doing youtube i was a full-time pussy destroyer <laughs> Oh, what? Pussy Sorry, what's destroyer. I was a full-time pussy destroyer. How would you go about acquiring all this pussy? Because no offence, you don't look like the modern-day Casanova. Did anyone get all this pussy, really? It's not that hard. Over a million subscribers. Oh, my God. <gasps> wow. This... So wait a minute. So he just—he basically complain like he does a lot of complaining. Like most recently about other YouTube, it's—it's it's just very funny and like I don't know I just I like his his style. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a really sort of acerbic. I kind of, style. I kind of secretly want him to do a, do a, do a one about me. <laughs> To be like, who's this cunt who fucking makes fun of French people? <laughs> so he calls himself Paul Taylor, right? But I ain't seen him making any clothes at all. What is this nonsense? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, he's he, he's uh, he's funny. Mm. He is funny. I like him. Just dropped the C bomb three times uh, in the podcast. That's the first time that the C bomb has been dropped for many episodes. Is it? It got dropped once a long a long time ago. In an educational episode about the C-bomb. <laughs> in an educational episode. It was, it was only delivered previously in an educational context, in a safe environment. You might have to bleep it he out just dropped down the C word three times out of nowhere. Sorry. And I didn't do a, there might be some swearing at the beginning. I didn't do that. So people are now like literally sort of Switching like off. cars are, are, are strewn <laughs> across roads. So there's like explosions going on all around the world now because of... Uh, the C-bomb that you just dropped and other people are now going what's the C-bomb what's he talking about it's the word cunt (laughs) (laughs) it's the rudest word it's one of the rudest words in the English language I think it is there's no other it's really 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 rude it's 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 ruder than shit it's ruder than fuck it's ruder than motherfucker it is the rudest. I think you're going to need to have a little... I think I'm going to need to bleep this out. E. Or just edit the whole chunk out. 
Okay. All right. Um, so, Jack mate for you, Paul. Yeah. Um, and uh, what was the hula hoop girl called? Uh, well, she's not a YouTuber. Uh, I watched Diane Love, her her tutorials. I, I mean, I watch French ones. I like, I, I've seen some of Norman's. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What about any. you, Luke? I like a guy called, you might know him, the Nerd Writer. Have you seen no. any Nerd Writer no. videos? Nerd Writer 1 on YouTube, and he does like kind of quite serious video essays. Mm-hmm. And they're really, really, really well made, really well put together. And each one is about 10 minutes long, maybe less. And they, co- they go up every Wednesday, and he just talks about a subject. Like, for example, he did one about Donald Trump, how Donald Trump um, answers a question. And he goes into a lot of detail. And they're really, really cleverly edited with lots of really good graphics and stuff and just like really brilliantly made YouTube videos. What's ne- his name? Nerd Writer. Have to uh, check it out. Nerd Writer 1. I mean, he's a little bit pretentious as well. I find him a little bit pretentious at times. But I have to say that just the way he puts his videos together with like different kinds of graphics and stuff, it's just really, really good. Really well edited stuff. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jairo Trujillo. How would you say that, Paul? Go for it, Paul. Oh, he's uh, he's one of my uh, he's one of my regulars. Yeah, uh, Jairo Trujillo Garcia. Okay, he's nice, a nicely done long-term lepster. Yeah, so that's where he's come from. Uh huh. He sent me a happy St. Patrick's Day message the other day. That's nice. With a pig, like a, a, a St. Patrick's pig. I think it was a pig. Yeah. It was weird. I was just like, oh, that's cool. Thanks. And a bunch Thanks. of... And a bunch of uh, shamrocks. Uh, yeah, basically. Okay. Have you seen Have you seen it? Oh, no, I know. Just... He sent me one of those messages. Oh, too. did he? Yeah. One of these... He's a, uh... he's a fan of the podcast. Uh, it, it was just a baby pig in a Guinness. Oh, right. Oh, very nice. With a hat. Yes. Oh, it's a little pig with a Guinness cat. What do you like a point of Guinness? A oh, little, little pig there. Adorable little pig. Anyway, uh, Gyro says, good luck for the show tonight. That was from last week. Oh, okay. And he said, question, what do you most admire uh, about the people you are sitting with right now? And why? What do you most admire? Anything? (laughs) Think think hard. I admire Paul's um, drive. He's very driven and his braveness. You know, he decided to give up his job at Apple, even though it was a really good job that I think lots of people would have loved to have to Mm. follow his dream. And so that was a really, really brave move. Mm. And um, he's a man with a lot of integrity. When he felt that his show was being undermined, you know, the work that him and all the team that had done on it, they were trying to sort of threaten that. They were going to make it from three minutes to two minutes and cut it in a way you didn't. You said, you know, it's no. You said no. You put down your foot, even though it could have meant that you lost your your place at Canal Plus. So, I mean, like integrity and, and, and drive and braveness, those are, I think those are admirable qualities. Is, is it braveness or bravery? Bravery. bravery. Mm. Sorry. Wow. And his this vocabulary. is an English podcast after all. Yeah. I found a word. Yes, yeah. he knows a word. And his <laughs> words knowledge. His wordsmithery. Paul just corrected Amber on a word. Totally. <laughs> I don't need to win the lying game anymore. I we, just won. We just won in life. So lots of plenty of things to admire about Paul. Okay. Um, and for Luke... Luke is generous, kind, funny, and so dedicated to the podcast. You know, there's so much content on this podcast, and he really like mm. he's always trying to find like new things and getting us on, and and puts in so much like time and effort mm. for it, and and it really shows. Like the people listen to it, really get such nice feedback from mm. them because mm. you know it's a it's a two way thing. You've put in so much time and effort, so yeah, plenty there too. Oh, well, that's nice. Oh. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah I, I, I admire Luke for his. Uh, for yeah, for I don't know how you fit everything in. Yeah, that it's your time 
is in, I don't know, I've, I've got no idea. You're so busy doing so many things. I admire how you manage your time. Um, even though you said, oh, you've been doing this business English thing for ages and it's not really, you know, you're kind of getting there. Yeah, but it, just yeah. without that, just th- this podcast on its own would be almost like a full-time job. And, but you're doing that as well as stand-up, as well as teaching people English. Uh, and, and learning so, French. And learning French and, and somehow trying to keep a French lady happy. So uh, that's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Very difficult. That's, um, uh, yeah, I admire the, 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 the how you use your time. Oh, wow. Uh, Thanks, guys. Cool. And, yeah. uh, and Amber, I admire how, how intelligent you are. <laughs> No, seriously, like you, you know everything about everything. You're so cultured. Yeah. You know everything about TV, about r- books, radio, anything. And I'm just, I, I always sit there. I'm just like, mm, great. I know nothing about anything. Just radio for. Uh, so, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, just Thank your, you your, your cultural knowledge is very kind. Well, I admire Paul over here for his energy because yeah. you know, obviously, you got to bring a lot of energy to be able to do that show. The with the you know the the number of episodes that get produced mm. and the, doing yes. the live show and all that. And I also like the kind of um, uh, I don't know what like the sort of down to earth level of confidence as well. Because when you when you for example get on stage and if you get to if you get some success in the stand-up comedy game it can go to some people's heads and it sort of makes people go a bit sort of weird but you seem to have both feet on the ground and i think that's a very admirable um thing right um so there's that and uh and also you know again other comics sometimes can get a little bit sort of sensitive about you know the limelight and about uh Mm. you know the whole world of stand-up and some people are very sort of uh precious about it but you don't seem to be very precious and i think that's a that's a good thing it's probably going to work out for you in the future because you know some people kind of their attitude precious like well like you know they wouldn't like the other day you did you know the gig with rob and everything yeah you know some people could be a bit like oh i don't need to do this small gig you know you i know you're still that open it's just not gone to your head you're not being a dick you're just (laughs) being nice and normal and like doing like amazing sold out shows at huge venues and then still like you know putting as much energy and love into a really small audience mm. in a small venue, which is like a, a much less sort of famous sort of scene. That made no sense. Do you know what oh, I mean? I understood. <laughs> I understood what you meant. And, uh, well, Amber, you know, like... My knowledge so many, of Radio so, 4. Yeah, your knowledge of, <laughs> knowledge of Radio 4. Yeah. Obviously the fact that you're so well read and like Paul said, you know, you're very knowledgeable and intelligent and all that stuff. Uh, but also, you know, I'm... Uh, I'm I admire you for your level of French. Uh, you know, your French is excellent. And it's not like Paul, you didn't cheat and learn it as a child. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You, it you don't a, count. Yeah. You learned it as an adult. And that's that's really Hard. that's really impressive because I, I know what it takes to, to learn another language to a good level. And mm. yes. it's, it's, it's really good. So, you know, I admire you a lot for that. And also for bringing up a human. Yes. Raising a human being. Uh, that's that's amazing. And and you know, being still being energetic and positive. Yeah. Some people, some parents are like, you know, they just you they 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 don't have any energy and all that stuff. But no, you seem to you know have the energy and still to keep keep doing all the things you're doing while also bringing up a, a little boy is I think really admirable. Too. Thank you. And keeping a Frenchman happy. Keeping as well. a Frenchman happy. <laughs> Frenchman happy. He's not that happy. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how happy I've kept him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then that was very nice. Wow. That was a very positive little moment, it wasn't was. it? There's a lot of love in this. Love game. here. Feeling okay. very loved. Uh, so next um, question what do you hate most about the people that you're sitting next to <laughs> good question <laughs> right I've got an interesting comment here from a listener it's not really a question it's just a comment on our TripAdvisor episode okay about restaurants and I thought I'd share it here because it just it's just like wow uh, this one for me there's so much in this comment that it's 
just I had to share it with you, all right? So this one is, uh, I don't know where this listener is from. I think the person is Japanese. And it goes like this. So we were talking about uh, weird experiences we'd had in restaurants, like, mm. you know, horrible meals that we'd had Right, like the slug on the... Slug yes. on the lettuce, slug yeah. Slug in the, in the salad and stuff. And it goes like this. So one day, about 10 years ago, right, and, I, and I'm asking you this, I just want to know what you think. Okay. Right? Mm. What does it mean to you? One day, about 10 years ago, I had a supper with my future husband and his father in a roadside cafe on the way home. The waiter brought my meal and the three of us noticed a small insect lying on the plate. Okay. Mm. In spite of this, I ate all the supper, so she didn't complain about it. Then my husband's father said that his son had to marry me. Right? Okay. If I And then this is the final sentence. If I hadn't been frightened to eat it, I wouldn't be struck by family routine. Mm-hmm. What? Say say that last bit again. If If I I hadn't been frightened to eat it, I wouldn't be struck by family routine. If I hadn't, I think what this. I think she just means you know if she if she's sort of cool enough to just be like ah doesn't matter insect in my meal you know she 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 rolls with the punches to eat it. That's if I hadn't. I, that, that, the first part of that phrase I don't understand if I hadn't been frightened to eat it if I had she wasn't frightened, frightened to eat it because she if I sorry if I had been frightened oh. to eat it is probably what it means mm. maybe I've completely misunderstood this but what I understood here is that she so the food arrived there was an insect on it yeah. and she, she didn't complain about it yeah. she ate the rest of the food and didn't, yeah, yeah. Make a, didn't make a fuss and the the guy's father saw this and he was like you, you have to marry, marry her yeah. she doesn't complain about stuff Mm. Ma- this uh, is the girl for you uh, yeah. and she yeah, okay. then now has wound up in a, like a family routine and all because she chose not to complain about the insect if she had complained about it then she wouldn't have married this guy yeah. Right. Yeah. It's that like was a whole the, story. Well, before you read that last sentence, I was uh, I it, I could see as soon as you said if I hadn't, I was like oh, okay. If she had a complain about it, the 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 father wouldn't have said oh you should marry her, and then it would have yeah. been a different situation. If she'd said oh there's an insect, then the husband the the father would be like no no she's not the right one for you. So the yeah. father picked her because she uh, didn't complain about the insect. Yeah. And so now she's stuck with a husband. Who peppers her food with insects. <laughs> just sprinkles ants on her dish. Now she's married to an insect. Well, it's, and she says routine. For us, routine doesn't sound good, right? Like, it's negative, but maybe in this case, it, maybe maybe that's a good thing. I don't know, really. It's, yeah. it's ambiguous. A little yeah. ambiguous, but uh, I'm just curious. Uh, I didn't really get the... I thought maybe she means stuck in a family routine, not struck by family routine. Maybe uh, it's a happy ending to the story or an unhappy ending. Yeah. I'm not really sure. So if that was you out there listening to this, um, you know, let us know what the what what you mean. Are you happy about being married because of an insect, or are you unhappy about? Are you thinking that you should have complained and then? Mm. I don't know. Who knows? If you'd complained, would your father-in-law have recommended? to your current husband that you marry that he marry you this is all far too complicated yeah, yeah. All right. okay here's an image that I got sent uh, by Chris, Chris Benitez Chris Benitez okay then I think it was posted on Facebook and it's just one of those images don't read it it's one oh. of those images that looks like a set of text messages yeah, yeah. you know those joke things yeah, yeah. That yeah. Get. and it goes like this so one person says I am Hungary it's obviously this is for all the fans of the Russian joke yeah I am Hungary which obviously is, uh, yeah. Uh, and the next person says, maybe you should check 
the fridge. <laughs> and the other person goes, I'm rushing to the kitchen. And then the next person goes, is there any turkey? And then the next person goes, we have some, but it's covered with a layer of grease. <laughs> and then, ooh, there's no way you can eat that. <laughs> mm. So it's just a bunch of other jokes with countries. Yeah, it's great. It's good, though. That's a good one. Yeah, Hungary, Hungary, Czech, like Norway. Czech Republic. I'm Russian to the kitchen. Is there any turkey? Uh, we have some, but it's covered in a layer of grease. Okay, and there's no way you can eat that. Uh, all right, then fine. Um, oh, I got this on YouTube. This is a comment on YouTube just the other day. Okay. And it goes like this, from Boy Trent. And it goes, are you the same Luke English who bid on a PS4 Pro system on eBay at the last minute and then, full stop, didn't pay or leave me any information as to what was going on? eBay are now going to issue you with a non-payment mark on the 19th of March 2017. I should state that many honest people were bidding on this item and strangely, you appeared out of nowhere at the very last minute after I'd blocked bids from other... uh, uh, normal European, Eastern European fraudsters and so on. I am a person of integrity and honesty and I am really sick and tired of people making false bids on items on eBay, destroying the core purpose of eBay and leaving me with an unsold item and with about £300 from the honest bidder you dishonestly won over. Yes, I am angry and I copy and paste the eventual response you sent me only after eBay contacted you. And I reply, and and this is the 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 response that he's copied. That was and yesterday. Yeah, uh, just a few days ago. And so this guy's really angry, and I wrote back to him saying, "You got the wrong guy." <laughs> and my name's not Luke English; it's Luke Thompson. Yeah. He wrote back quite quickly, going, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, what's happened here is that this guy, Boy Trent, or whatever his name is, got. Like someone, uh, you know, did something to him on eBay yeah, yeah. that made him really Classic. angry. Classic. That's why I stopped using eBay like 10 years ago. I tried to sell my PSP. Yeah. And it got it got about 10 Nigerian bids that all got cancelled. Like I had to redo it every time. Why do they... What's the interest in bidding I don't and cancelling? Is there any... No, they know. bid... No, they, what they do is they buy it, but then they go, oh, can you send me the thing like... Uh, like, you know, can you send it to this address? Uh, in Nigeria because my shut up no, no okay. so they, they they win the bid but then they just don't pay for it yeah exactly they, they yeah. try to oh, okay. get you to send it yeah. before paying and then also eBay are pretty good usually at, at cancelling those bids but then they cancel the whole thing it's like oh sorry you're, you're I mean this is 10 years ago when I stopped mm. using it because uh, I used it for about a month mm-hmm. to sell some stuff and then I, I was trying to sell a, a, a like it was just electronic yeah. Just anything technology. Mm. They were just like, yeah, we've cancelled your thing because it was a fraudulent bid from Nigeria. Great. So now I have to spend half an hour re-putting it. Yeah. Th- and I just gave up. I was just like, ah, right. yes. I'll just throw it in the right, bin. Okay. So this guy obviously thought that I was some sort of fraudster on eBay. Mm. And the, the, the guy's name was Luke English. And so he probably Googled Luke, Luke English, English and looked all over the internet for Luke. He was like, I will find you. I will hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> I will, you know, he's like, he decided to go with Liam Neeson <sighs> on me. And then he searched and he found Luke's English podcast. Luke English is a pretty common name, no? Yeah. Well, because I I mean, English, I know a number of things. I'm going to type Luke English into Google and see what happens. And anyway, the first one is Luke's English podcast. He obviously assumed that I was the guy he was looking for. YouTube, there we go. And then he 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 tried to take me down with a a comment. But I'm sort of like, sorry, mate, wrong guy. I'm not Luke English. 
Oh, well, at least he apologised. He did apologise afterwards, but what a, what an angry outburst. Mm. Um, All right, you've got... This is the top photo for Luke English. Second is that. Luke's English podcast. Yeah. Third is you again. And then fourth, it's this guy. Who's this guy? <laughs> Luke English. He's okay. a English teacher, teacher in Jakarta. In Jakarta. Show, show us Luke English. The That's English. Luke English. English teacher in Jakarta. Okay. And the previous photo was the real Luke English. Luke's English Luke's podcast. English. Look at that. Oh, look, we could even do almost one of these things because the background almost matches, you know, like... Yeah. So but except, but it's, 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 it's behind there, isn't it? Was, it? The photo was taken over there. Yeah, so, so it's not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work. All right. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, what time are we at? One hour. Okay. Uh, one more question here. Yeah. And then... You know, we'll do we'll something else. We'll okay. um, so, um, one more question is from Wesley, and it's a slightly more serious question. Hi, Wesley. We can Hi, spend Wesley. maybe five minutes on it, okay. I reckon. So, Wesley said, hello, Luke, Amber, and Paul. Hello, Wesley. Are you doing all right? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah doing all right? Doing, doing, all, right, right, yeah. doing yeah. all right, yeah. And he goes like this. As the French presidential election is drawing nearer, Ooh. I was wondering what the three of you think about the candidates. After Brexit and the Italian constitution referendum result, Marine Le Pen being the next French president could be the final blow for the European Union. In your opinion, does she stand a good chance to win the election? In this so-called post-truth era, do you consider opinion polls to be reliable enough? All the best, Wesley. And I'm going to start the clock now. So, Marine Le Pen, uh, leader of the National Front, the far-right candidate, is, do you think she's going to win the French presidential election? Go. No. Yes. Why, Amber? I don't think she will. I was here in France in 2001 when the uh, Chirac and Le Pen senior father... Her papa. Her, uh, Marine, I am your father. Marine, her father. Marine Le Pen's father uh, got through to the final round... To the second round. ...in 2001. Exactly. That's the last time they they were made. They made it to the second round, right? Yes. That's the last time the National Front got to the second round. Um, and indeed, maybe the first. No, I don't know. I think uh, so. Maybe in the first. I think so. So, and there was, I mean, there was an outcry. There was this incredibly strong feeling in mm. France that even though Chirac wasn't perhaps the popular choice at the time, he was way more popular than the, than yeah. the, the Front National. And of course, you can't compare Marine Le Pen to, you know, Jean-Marie Le Pen. They're not the the same. But yeah. there was this, there was this sort of, movement this sort of incredible movement people really came out to vote against this and I think although Marine Le Pen she's a lot she's different from her father she's worked very hard to distinguish herself you know she's a she's a good public speaker she's got a lot of support you know Brexit and all the rest of it I I feel that even if she went through the Front National went through to the second round there'd be again this big surge this big movement I don't think that the French people would want to see the National Front in power um, okay I think I think it's going to happen just because of what's been happening in the world. And I've been watching a couple of things of like interviews with people our age uh, who are voting FN. Not in Paris, because mm. Paris is, you know, Paris. But it, I think it's the same thing with London, right? It, we forget that most of the population isn't here. Um, mm. And um, even though it feels like when you're on the metro, the whole population of France is on there with you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was listening to some interviews with like people our age who are voting FN and they they were normal. They, they weren't like, you know, crazy like proper right-wing, like, racist anti-immigration. They're just like, yeah, we don't like what's happening right now, blah, blah, blah. And, and it, a lot of what they were saying was just kind of like, mm, I I get your point, you know? Like, mm. I, And it's I, I, it's scary that you would vote for this person 
considering like the what what they're talking like what that whole party's talking about. So I I just have I like I'm I won't be surprised. I wasn't surprised when Trump got elected. I was the person that was like, yeah, mm. Trump's going to get elected. And everyone's mm. like, nah, 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 nah. I I was like, yeah, he probably will. And I'm thinking the same thing here. There was a second question which I thought was interesting it was, as well. It was uh, opinion polls. Oh, can we, opinion can, polls. We, can we trust the opinion polls? I don't think we could ever really trust opinion polls. Because as, as a comedian pointed out, I can't remember who it was, either Bill Burr or, or someone like that, they were like, who, who answers these? Like, who, yeah. when have you ever been polled on Asked. the street? Yeah. And as soon as somebody comes up to you with a clipboard on the street, you just go, nah, no thanks. Normal people. Normal people. Yeah. People who have got something to say. Uh, because you know they've done their vote already like yeah. exit polls you know you've done yeah. your you voted and then when you come out you obviously want to tell everyone you know if, you, if you've got a really but I think normal educated people just go no no we, I don't want to so I think the polls are very um, um, unreliable unreliable because the people that answer them are people that like you wouldn't you know if you're in the street and the, somebody comes up to you with a clipboard you go nah and, and also, I think there's a bit of a social stigma about voting National Front. Mm. And so if someone came up, if, yeah. if you had chosen to vote National Front, but you were a little bit shy about it, yeah. because you don't want to get the judgment of other people, and someone came up to you, hi, I'd like to ask you who you voted for. You'd, you'd be like, no, 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 not today, thanks. Mm. Like the National Front voters are not necessarily going to be yeah. the ones to proudly declare yeah, it yeah. in public. Well, there's a, a French comedian uh, uh, who's very funny politically, he was talking about the, the last time when it was the European election and the National Front won by miles, uh, yeah. it, whatever it was. And, he, and, then, and then all of a sudden he was, he, like when he's on stage, he's like, who, so who voted FN, the National Front? And everyone was like, he's like, yeah, where are all these people? It's something like they all crawled out of the ground to vote. Right. But yeah, you're right. I think people, are, people, people like, want to vote because they want to vote for something different than what they've seen. They're like, um, but they don't, they don't want to admit it. The people on TV that I saw did, you know, the young people that were like, yeah, we're going to vote for National Front because we don't, you know, we, the, the, there's so much scandals going on. We just want to, you know, we, it's time for a change. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And mm. so, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, uh, it's, it's worrying. No, I think it's definitely worrying and I think we shouldn't underestimate how, how far they've come and how much power they have. And also, you know, just yeah that the normal people like it isn't freaks and fanatics who are voting mm. for the national front especially now like terrorism's taken like I it's s- been a big issue in france in the last yeah. couple I of years i still have faith in the french i i can't france is quite a left-wing country though so it would be mm. a massive change shift yeah, to, be to, to, to to vote the national front when well, the current party's left as well so yeah it'd be- i think it's really a case of like um I think she will definitely get through to the second round. Yeah. Uh, second no... round is only two left, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just It'll be her Between and it'll probably be Emmanuel Macron, mm. this, this centrist candidate who's going to steal votes from, you know, Fillon. from Fillon. And he's going to steal votes from the left and the right. Mm. So they'll get through to the second round. And then what will happen is the, the, the right wing voters will vote for uh, Marine Le Pen and then everyone else will vote for Macron. I think he will absorb votes from lots of different directions. Mm. But mm. I think that's what's going to happen. I think the, the advantage of the Macron, because, you know, you've got that similar sort of feeling of like Hillary and Trump and like Trump seems sort of like too crazy and out there. But Hillary was very much despised. Like lots of people didn't like her for various yeah. reasons. And whereas Macron, he's kind of, there's not so, it's not so clear right. what his policies are. Some people don't like him for various reasons, but he's not, as sort of, he's, not, he's not a figure where people sort of actively seem to despise or dislike. They sort of could hope mm. that, yeah, why not? He's going to come together for us for social mm-hmm. stuff. He's going to, yeah, he could still do good things for the economy. Yeah. So I think he's, 
you know, his vagueness could in the end be his the thing that mm. saves him. Well, yeah. and the difference between here and the US is it's such it's a much smaller country, so there's not that like no one. I don't know. It's just a, a weird sort of. I don't know. It's just uh, I, I don't know enough about it, but I just yeah. I think you know we'll people see. usually vote for change. You know, the, in these sorts of elections, they will, and so that's an advantage for Marine Le Pen. Mm. But also, it's an advantage and for Macron. him because he does sort of represent change a little bit. He he's does. kind of youthful, and he's slightly more liberal. Um, economically than than the current government. He's not a career politician. He's not just done that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. he he, do, he has done other things in his life, and so yeah, the, there's a breath of fresh air kind of feeling with. Well, him. has there ever been? A, there's never been a female president in France, right? No. So that's also against her. It is a bit. which I think probably was similar with Hillary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just happened. It's like, and and she looks like Voldemort, and I hate. Her. I I just don't like the way she like she she drives me nuts. Just her facial expressions and her. The reactions she has to questions that are asked, uh, it's just, it, it's, it, she grates me. Well, I mean, like public speaking and how you come across is really important. Yeah. The thing with Marine Le Pen is everyone knows her. You know, she's yeah. been around for such a long time, which is good and bad. Mm. But I mean, there's a lot of baggage with the FN. And I think, yeah, I mean, people might not, they might keep it quiet. They're not, they're embarrassed to vote for them. But there are people which still feel like fundamentally like they couldn't vote for them. Mm. There's just too much, mm. too much history, too can much either baggage. Of you, can you vote? No, it's not funny. Yet. Good question, but neither of us can vote. Or none, none of us, us none of us can vote. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, but I'm not so there. So we're just going to be watching it from afar. We can just try and shift public opinion with the yeah, massive English le- podcast. The massive level of influence that we all have. Oh, we're going to get hammered on our on our. We're filming the what the fuck politics. Are you? Uh, yeah. Uh, Wednesday. Yes, uh, I'm sure it was gonna. It's gonna go mental. I'm it's sure gonna people be are gonna con- be like, oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it, I mean, it's not controversial, isn't it? No, I mean, we're fairly we're fairly neutral about everything. Yes, you know, when we, we were chatting about it, like, oh, let's find some funny, you know, uh, links with Star Wars and you know stuff. It's just, it's not. You know, but the people people have already been like, oh, you know, you should be careful what you're saying because influence, blah, blah, blah. You've got so many people that watch your videos. I'm like, people who already think what they think are already going to do what they're going to do. Not by watching my videos for three minutes are they going to be like, oh, actually, Paul's right about the fact that we're shit in France I'm with this. Sh- that three minutes of what the fuck France has totally shifted my entire worldview. Yeah, and yeah. also people don't change their opinions. They just look for no, things that so. sort of bolster them exactly yeah so, they follow right. news websites and follow things that that, that match their Already opinions agrees and also, what they think, yeah. Yeah. confirmation bias yeah. exactly so Wesley I hope that answers your question mm. we, we sort of sli- we're not really sure what but do you think Wesley leave us a comment on YouTube or on Luke's English Podcast that's right teacherluke.co.uk we'd like to read your comments ladies and gentlemen this sounded like a bit like a radio, <laughs> radio. show there didn't it <laughs> the, the, text uh, us uh, Luke's English Podcast at 8801 the, the text lines are open you can uh, get through to us on uh, teacherluke.co.uk uh, at uh, Luke's English Podcast or uh, hashtag uh, LEP hashtag uh, LEP uh, yeah okay you're listening to Drive Time on Luke's English Podcast um, and now for the weather with Amber Minogue Amber uh, it's grey it's grey it's a grey day yeah. yeah, it is. It's grey here uh, in Paris today. Uh, guys, okay. thank you very much for answering comments and questions from the website and for talking uh, nonsense for, yeah. for uh, part of the episode, although I think the bit about politics was uh, quite quite uh, factual. Well, yeah, it might be good. I mean, for yeah. everyone else who's listening to this in other parts of the world, they probably are just like, what? Who? France? What? Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Mm. All right, thanks for being on the podcast. And uh, are, you, are you able to stick around for a little bit longer and do uh, something? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. coffee break and a coffee break and next one. break. <laughs>
Yeah. No, 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 okay. No, then. All right. Uh, you're going to join me in a, in a bye bye bye. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do a bye 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 to the camera. Thanks for listening. You're going to turn the camera off. I'm going to go like that. Yeah. Ready, okay. ready, ready, ready. Thanks for listening. No, I've got that wrong. Thanks for listening, ladies and gents. Speak to you again on the podcast soon. But for now, it's time to say goodbye. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.